We've been looking at John chapter 3, where Jesus was having a conversation with Nicodemus in the night. And uh, he was one of the Pharisees, and he came to Jesus and was questioning him about the power he saw him walking in and whatnot. And then they had this conversation. And um, so we're reading out of John chapter 3, where it says, for God so loved the world, this is, of course, the famous scripture, John three sixteen. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And, uh, you know, I've always looked at that like everybody else does and think, I mean, that's a great evangelism scripture. That God wants men saved. He wants human beings born again, because uh, we've looked up the last couple of podcasts that how we were made in the image of God, we are a spirit, we have a soul, we live in a body. Uh, when they, when they, the man ate from the wrong tree, the male and female, when, the, when she ate, she was deceived, and then she fed the man. But when that happened, uh, their spirit man died. And so that's when we're talking about being born again. You have to be born again, Jesus said, or you won't even be able to see or you won't ever be able to enter into God's kingdom. And of course, that's where we want to live. And Jesus said, the kingdom will be within you. I can remember one time being in worship and I was just stretching out, stretching out to God, stretching up and stretching out. And he said, hey, hey, I'm in here. <laughs> what are you pushing right out there for? I'm in here. I came to get on the inside of you. That's what happened. And originally, we were in the image of God. We were made in the image of God. And, and, and then we, that part of us died because of disobedience. And so uh, uh, we have to be born again. Even the, the smallest child will need eventually to be born again. And we've discussed that in earlier podcasts. So God so loved the world he so agaped the world. He was so dedicated and covenant-minded. This world is his creation. The universes are his creation. And the word world there, God so loved the world, we usually look at it on a, on a uh, lesser level of God so loved all mankind, which is true. That's a part of it. But there's more to it than just that. He not only loved all of mankind, he loved the order that this world functions in. There's a harmony to the universe. There's a harmony to the planets. There's a harmony to um, the whole earth. There's a harmony. Do you know that uh, I found out that the birds wake up the stomata of the plants when they wake up between 4.30 and 9 in the morning, they start chirping and they awaken the plants. That's God so loved his orderly arrangement. He so loved the decoration and he tends to and cares for and provides for. He so loved that world that he gave his only begotten son. So just like when the fall came, it wasn't just a matter of two people that lost their spirit man. It's a matter of the entire universe was corrupted. The seed of man was corrupted for, for eternity unless they get born again. So, um, that, that was a great fall, and um, the, the orderly arrangement, it, it just affected more than we can know, that orderly arrangement. And so, you know, I was uh, we were in intercessory prayer one, one Thursday night years back, and we got to talking about uh, part, of, 
the, the Spirit was moving on us about coming into the harmony of God in our prayer life. You know how he says, um, if two of you agree as in touching about anything in the earth, it shall be done for them by my Father who's in heaven. Well, that agree, the word agree there, we get our word harmony from. So if two of us come into harmony, well, what harmony? We need to come into God's harmony. If two of us come into God's harmony, if two of us come into harmony with one another, and if we come into the harmony of God, He will do for us whatever we ask. Because if you're in that kind of harmony, you're not going to ask for something He, he wouldn't want to do. You would, you would know what to ask for. You would know what to ask for that would please Him. And then that's the, the process. I, I hear so much about follow the science, follow the science. Folks, this is the science. This is God's science, the Bible. He's, he's created a universe, and he so loved the order, the orderly arrangement and how it all works. Look at the fascination uh, or the, well, I guess I don't like that word fascination, but look at the, uh, the beauty of a child being born. I mean, can you imagine how the child comes into being and fingers grow and fingernails grow and eyeballs are created? That's, that's amazing. And he so loved the orderly arrangement and the decor of his universe and his man. And he's, he's, he came and died on a cross to put all that back in order because he, he loves that order. God is an orderly God. So uh, it's important when you see order in the Bible to uh, position yourselves to that order because he so loved the world, he was willing to give his only begotten. And I think about this sometimes. Jesus, I mean, right away from the garden on, from the fall, uh, God got busy. He, he, sh- he, shed, he shed blood and made coats for them and put them out of the garden for their protection, not because he was mad. I'm sure he was upset, but he, not because he was mad at him, wasn't going to forgive him. He did it for their protection. He did it to hold them in a place of protection until he could get back to them. For God so loved the world, the orderly arrangement and the decoration of this, this earth, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So see, here, here the Lord lost his man in the garden, and he puts him out of the garden, but he immediately gets started um, building back. He started saying all right away, there's one coming, there's one coming. Jesus started being prophesied, there's one coming, there's one coming. And on down through the ages, he prophesied, he prophesied. You know, we, we, train, we train in the science of the kingdom of God, that you can have what you say. Speak of things that aren't as though they were. That's what God was doing. He spoke of things that aren't as though they were for centuries. And I, I don't know if you've ever worked really hard and diligently on something, and then and then you turn it over to somebody who doesn't even appreciate it. <laughs> but you did that out of your act of love. He so loved the world that he was willing to, to pour his life flow out bringing Jesus to light, to, to be, to manifestation. And then he put him on a cross, let him get on a cross and died for our sins. And we stood down and mocked him and pro- plucked his beard and 
I mean, man, that, that's just something to think about. So God immediately set about bringing Jesus into being and to offer him as our salvation. So I, I just pray that that helps us to appreciate and think about the cross. It's a powerful, powerful time. And uh, thing, everything for us was taken care of there. And so he said, for God sent not his son. This is really important too. God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Now remember, that's the ministry that you and I, if, we, if you've received Christ into your life as your Savior, if you've received Christ, uh, that, then you've received his ministry. And that's his ministry. He sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. It's not our job to go out and point fingers and condemn and, and criticize people. It's our job to believe God for their soul and their destiny. And we'll, we're going to look at the thought of destiny in, in just a minute, but, or maybe in the next podcast. He sent not his son into the world to condemn, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already. So there you go. You, why do I need to be saved? Because if you're not believing on the Son of God, remember Jesus is the pure seed. He's the pure birth that was sufficient as a sacrifice before a holy God for our salvation, for our sin. If Jesus wasn't born of a virgin, you and I don't have a salvation. And so he's sufficient for our salvation because he's pure and God is holy. And I, I think we get away from that a lot because we live in such a evil, corrupt generation. But don't let that escape you. He, you remember he said uh, the, the iniquity will be so great that the love of many will grow cold. So we have to be really careful in the day that we live in. What must I do in this day that we live in? Well, we've started off this whole series thing, saying that when you... Uh, he said, pray that you enter not into temptation. So we've taken it upon to build our household list and we're believing God for our household. And I encourage you back to your household to um, present them before the Lord on a regular basis or whenever you and the Holy Ghost reason. It's not to be a job and check something off a list. It's something that you and God sit down and talk about, and he will show you how to set them free. And we will look at some, we'll look at prayer scriptures in the future too. I just, uh, this is really exciting. And what's really exciting is when you see your prayers get answered and work, you see them work. And to me, that's, there's no drug <laughs> that could take you higher. The, to know that the God of all the universe heard my prayer and answered it, and somebody's life is set free, and they're, and they're going to go to heaven now and not hell. Uh, it's just that, that, that's better than any drug you could ever take. And so to know that you are in touch with, you know, we live in two worlds. I don't know if you realize that. We live in two worlds. We have a spirit realm and we have a natural realm. And so um, you have to learn how to function in both those realms, both those worlds. And, uh, the, and that gets into the male and the female roles, too. So go, go, go get you this book. <laughs> Here's a good book you can read, Woman Imagined or Woman or Purpose, Position, and Power. And it talks about those kind of things. But he, he says, um, 
everyone that does evil hates the light, neither comes to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But, but he that doeth truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. And then if you drop down a few scriptures, it says at the end of chapter 3, Father loved the Son, the Father loved the Son, and hath given all things into his hand. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life. He that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides on him. Now remember, it said over here earlier uh, that, that um, the, his Son was not sent to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned. <coughs> so when you're believing on the Lord Jesus Christ, the the corruption of the world and the gets off your back. The curse is lifted off your back. Faith will lift that curse off your back. And <coughs> then it <coughs> excuse me. He that believes on the Son has everlasting life, but he that believes not the Son shall not see life. Remember, he said you couldn't see or enter into the kingdom. So it's going to take faith in Jesus Christ. And, you know, faith is not a feeling. It's a fact. And so I'm telling you, Jesus Christ came into the earth to die for our sins, to put this world, our being back in order, and then through us to put this earth back in order. And we are coming into a new age in the future where the things are going to be functioning off of the principles of the kingdom of God. And that's why we're looking into these things. We're going to look at what the principles are, look at different principles and uh, of, of the kingdom of God. And so I'm excited. And I look forward to being with you next time. We will uh, continue this. I want to talk to you next time about your destiny and, and to, to see the vision that God has for your destiny. So God bless you, and I'll see you next time.